1: Most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about
2: putting the best team on the ice. I think it's, it goes beyond communication, it goes to a relationship. Here's drilled
1: them with a right hand, then missed with a wild right, lands a right
2: to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited.
1: This is Ryan Eason Hopkins. This is Oscar uh, Clathbong. This is Conor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this. Then- is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer? Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America-wide.
2: Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X
1: dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer On the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 shed. <laughs>
0: rogers place in ice district it is a game night the edmonton oilers and the arizona coyotes love that song 1985 brendan we were we should share the off-air conversation we were having as the uh, music was rolling you were actually born nine years after that song
3: was released that's right to the day september 20th in 1985 it is so yeah nine years after that
0: i was a i'll tell you that was a big album for those guys back in the day as well this is oilers now we got a jam Jam packed show. Got a lot to get to. Letters now, as always, brought to you by our title sponsor, Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the digitex.ca e commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office t- IT and supplies. Hey, we're in oil country and it's uh, hockey weather. No question about that. About to take a dip in the coal. The Edmonton Oilers, 10 4 and 1 tonight hosting a uh, team that has vastly improved over the course of the last calendar year, the 8-4-1 Arizona Coyotes. I want to mention there are tickets available at EdmontonOilers.com for more information. Still lots of good seats available for tonight's matchup between Edmonton and Arizona. Lots to get to. I'll give you the, uh, there's been a significant change to the Oilers line combinations for uh, tonight's game. Reed Wilkins will be sliding by around 12.35 today from Inside Sports. We'll get an update from the farm head coach, Jay Woodcroft, to the Bakersfield Condors. John Shannon, our NHL insider today at 1.35 as well. Uh, Here's how you can reach us at our River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. They're getting bigger and better, and now 100% smoke-free on the main casino floor, the River Creek Resort Casino Excitement, bet on it. You can text us at 630-630 on our Ashley Fine Floor's text line, 630-630. I'm at Bob underscore Stoffer. You can tweet the show at Oilers now. Brendan Escott, huge part of the show, at Brendan with two Es, Escott with two Ts. Oilers come in with a record of 10-4-1 after a, a uh, thrilling 2 1 overtime victory in Pittsburgh on Saturday to close out a road trip that saw Edmonton go 2 and 1. To the orders now, audio vault for Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call.
1: I'm your man, Jack Michaels, Bob Stauffer to my left, and we are underway. Here's Brandon Tanna, cuts inside, wrist shot wide, and the rebound picked up. And Dreisaitl could not get it out of the zone. Dumoulin slides it in front. Quick shot and a save on Teddy Bluger by Smith. who has been outstanding. Now Tana fires right to the gut of Mike Smith. He's had to be sharp, and he has been. Here's Cave centering and a quick shot by Patrick Russell, stopped by Matt Murray. And Patrick Russell has to be wondering, when am I going to get one here? He's had some good looks this season. in over the line, pulls up left circle. Now Dumoulin fires and scores. Short-handed goal ties the game. Dublin at 13-14 with his first of the year. And it's the equalizer. Penguins finally break through. And they do it in the most unlikely of scenarios. It's Grandland in the corner tied up as time expires. And once again... We're going OT in a game featuring Edmonton-Pittsburgh. And really, how could you not want overtime when you're talking about these two teams? Rebound picked up by Drysuttle. Here comes Edmonton. Drysuttle racing for the net. Draw a penalty shot. Scored. Leon Drysuttle's won the game. A brilliant individual rush down the left-hand side. And the Oilers, for the first time in seven. Pittsburgh 2-1 in overtime.
0: The always understated Jack Michaels with the call on that one. Uh, he was bringing it. Uh, the Oilers found a way to win the game. 51 save performance from Mike Smith in that hockey game. A little bit deceptive. I, I'd suggest to you Edmonton was outplayed. Pittsburgh was corker By the way, first time in 92 games that the Penguins had had a completely healthy team. Uh, the Oilers had basically three of the forwards that we expected to see start the season, and obviously Adam Larson out, and Edmonton needs all their horses in when they're playing a team as good as the Penguins, but the great equalizer is goaltenders, and you know what? Given the Oilers' tremendous goaltending was Mike Smith. Um, that said, you know, McDavid and will clean two-on-one that Drysad will hit the outside of the post on. McDavid on the power play hit the post. Um the Oilers 5-on-5, five five. the mcdavid Drysdale cassian line had some tough moments in that game. Uh, they did have a tremendous game out of Cave, Granlin and Patrick Russell. And uh, the Oilers are now 10-4-1 on this season. So, some changes today in the morning skate. And we know this, uh, Edmonton's going to play Connor McDavid up front with Leon Drysdale and Alex Chason, who's got to get going at offensively. 22 goals last season, has yet to score this year. Ryan Nugent-Hopkins with James Neal and Zach Cassian. The Oilers also breaking up the Neal-Chason combination that have been playing with Gaetan Haas. Maybe a little bit of redundancy there. James Neal nonetheless, 11 goals in 15 games so far this season, eight of which are in the power play. The Oilers will have Gaetan Haas centering Jujar Kera, who's picked it up of late, and Sam Gagne. And then Colby Cave has scored a great goal, uh, Earlier in the game against Pittsburgh, will be with Marcus Granlin and Patrick Russell. It'll be Nurse with Bear, Clefbaum, and Persson. Uh, Chris Russell and Matt Benning, Mike, Miko Koskinen will start in goal. Dave Tippett wanting to uh, keep both guys going. Ethan Bear, by the way, nine of the last 10 games, 20-plus minutes, and there were some nervous moments in Pittsburgh when he got hurt late in the first period. Tonight, the Oilers will oppose the Arizona Coyotes. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, Chase on getting an opportunity up front with McDavid and Drysidel. Didn't necessarily have the greatest analytics numbers last year when that trio was together. But for Dave Tippett, he's trying to spark some offense from Chase on.
2: Uh, trying to get him going a little bit, just trying to shuffle some things that. Trying to find a spark somewhere. We've got some guys that have come in and played a little better. JJ's played a little better here lately, so he's uh, taking a bigger bite. But we're just, you know, you go into every game, you're just kind of trying to figure out what. How things would be most efficient for you, and you're trying to maximize each player. So, we're uh, trying a couple tweaks today. We'll see how they work.
0: All right. And uh, Leon Dreisettle right now is good as any player in the league. And Todd McClellan often said, you don't have to just defer to Connor McDavid and have Connor always be the best player every night. Some other players have to step up. And actually, you know what? For many of you old school guys, and maybe some of the younger generation, if, if you've not done this, If you're under the age of 30, there's a book called The Game of Our Lives. It was written by Peter Ozosky, who was the brilliant host of Morningside on CBC back in the day. And it followed the 1980-81 Edmonton Oilers out. And there was a chapter in that book where he was talking about osmosis, about players kind of benefiting from being around Wayne Gretzky. And nobody saw Mark Messier as being as good a player as he turned out to be. Nobody. Nobody. I defy anybody that said, well, when Mark Messier was 17 or 18 or 19, he turned out to be, you know, one of the greatest players in the history of the NHL. But practicing and playing with Wayne Gretzky would do that to you. I mean, Leon Dreisaitl, Leon Dreisaitl, I think we all thought could be a 25-goal, 75-point guy. If you saw him play with Prince Albert, 50-goal guy, no. Uh, you know, amongst NHL scor- he's been as good as anybody to start the season this year. This is still Conor McDavid's team. But Leon Drysettle has been terrific to start the season. Dave Tippett on managing Drysettle's workload. He's playing 23.50 per game.
2: It depends how the game goes. Like when you look at overtime games, like he was 23, I think, the other night. But in overtime, you got to add two and a half minutes on that overtime too, right? So overtime games tend to get stretched. I've tried to bring them back a little bit. But uh, those guys are competitive guys. You look down the bench and they want to play. So they give you a pretty good chance of getting things done out there. So, but it's something we're going to monitor. Leon's been—he's a horse. Like he's a—I think he plays better the more he plays. You know. Now that being said, there's been some times when he's played a lot where the pace of play comes down uh, a little bit that we have to be aware of. But he's—I uh, mean, he's—he's he's doing all right out there.
0: And, yeah, he's had a good, great start to the season, absolutely. He's been as good as anybody in the league through the first five weeks of the year. Uh, drysettle I guess maybe the surprise is that he's been a little bit more of a finisher than people thought he had this to say on, on becoming more of a goal
1: scorer. It changed a little bit. Um, you know, I still like passing. I'm still, uh, I'm still looking to pass the puck. But um, you know, obviously with playing with Connor, I think you have to adjust your game a little bit. Um, you know, he's looking for a pass more more than a shot probably. But um, so I had to adjust a little bit. And, and um, yeah, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm looking more for the shot now than than anything else. So uh, yeah, it's just an adjustment that you have to make throughout your career. And Drysaddle has no problem managing increased workload. It's been good. Um, you know, obviously, uh, we've been getting a lot of ice time, and, and um, y- you know, obviously, you, you want to pay the coach back and, and, and producing and, and playing the right way and playing good hockey. So, um, yeah, it's been good, and, um, you know, hopefully it uh, continues that way.
0: Four and a half minutes left in each, uh, you know, uh, pregame skate or, you know, warm-up. Connor McDavid, Leon Drysaddle, and Darnell Nurse have a little bit of a conversation right at the top of the right face-off circle. Uh, these guys are tight. Darnell Nurse had this to say on Drysaddle's two-way game right now.
1: Obviously, everyone talks about Leon's ability to, to play on the offensive side of the, side of the puck, but you know, his checking has been
0: uh, incredible. You see not only five on five but he gets on the PK Um, see a stick on the five on three I think we've had two uh, five on threes where he's broken up probably three four plays just with a stick up top there so um, he's really developed that side of his game and he's he's taking a lot of pride in it it shows you know the the leadership that he shows on the ice when he he plays that that hard defensive style it it brings everyone else up in the room and everyone else up in in the
1: group that uh, you know you want to check the same way that he does
0: all right, well, uh, it's obviously going uh, pretty well. I mean, there was some tough statistical numbers for the mcdavid Drysdale cassian line, which is uh, against uh, Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh's got a really good team. They're fast, and a couple of the Oilers' fastest players were not available, that being Josh Archibald and uh, Joe Kim Nygaard. Now, that's it I want to mention right now. The Oilers, again, the lines today, McDavid with Drysdale and Alex Jason, Nugent Hopkins with Neal and Cassian, Haas with Kara and Gagne, and then Colby Cave with Marcus Granlin and Patrick Russell. Four extra forwards were on the ice today. Uh, Nygard, who uh, started to feel better after taking a rip shot against uh, the Chicago Blackhawks. Riley Sheehan got uh, slobber knockered on a big-time hit from Pierre-Luc Dubois. Today was the first day he skated. He did skate Friday, it should be mentioned, in uh, Pittsburgh, but hadn't skated Saturday or Sunday. Josh Archibald's chopping at the bait. He wants to get back in. And then Tomas is still here as well. Archibald and Nygaard, by the way, are both on IR at this stage. So it's Edmonton and Arizona. Here's Dave Tippett's scouting report on the Coyotes.
2: They're they're a good, hard-working team. Their goaltending is excellent. I think they have an underrated defense. Their D moved the puck very well. Uh, I think Oliver ekman Larson is one of the top D in the league. He's... He's a guy that plays big minutes and really an efficient player. So they're they're just a solid team. Rick's done a good job with that group, and uh, uh, they're a competitive team, real competitive team.
0: All right. While well, he talked about the goaltending, Darcy Camper is going to start tonight. Six and three this year. A minuscule 1.67 goals against average. A 942 save percentage. He had a 925 last year. He's the number reason, number one reason why this team's eight four and one on the season. That underrated defense. Oliver Ekman Larson, who Connor McDavid has walked three times now in the last couple of years. Uh, Oliver ekman Larson with Jason Demers, Jacob Chikrin with Alex Goligoski, Aaron Ness with 55 points last year in the minors with Hershey, and former Oiler Jordan Osterley in the third pairing. Nicholas Jarmilson is out with a lower body issue for the uh, Arizona Coyotes. Up front, a key guy for them against the Oilers has been Brad Richardson, who had a career high last year in goals. Scored 19 goals. He is a hard-nosed third-line center. Wins a lot of face-offs. He is out, but they got Dvorak coming off a torn pec last season with Barrett Heighton, who was the uh, fifth overall pick in the 2018 draft, and Phil Kessel on the right side. Kessel, by the way, last season had 82 points in 82 games with the Penguins, but went minus 19. Nick Schmaltz winning a national championship. With Drake at North Dakota will center Clayton Keller. Keller's signing... A mammoth eight-year extension at seven point one five million that kicks in next year. Connor Garland, who scored two goals in here in Edmonton last January. Has worked his way up to the NHL. He's actually got 20 goals in 60 NHL games played. This guy was a scorer in junior with Moncton, had 129, 128 points in back-to-back seasons. Derek Stepan uh, currently centering their third line with the fleet-footed Michael Gradmer and Vinny Hinestroza. So this team can skate. Carl Soderberg who had 16 and 23 goals the last two years in Colorado with Lawson Krause and uh, Christian Fisher some talent with this hockey club, some depth with this hockey club, some money spent. The Arizona Coyotes, who receive somewhere between 17 to $25 million a year in revenue sharing, are at $84.2 million on the cap. Technically right now, now they've got hosts' money ca- counting as LTIR. They've got the highest payroll according to uh, not real dollars, but in sort of the cap decrease or cap-friendly dollars, they're the highest-priced team in the league. Looking at some of the numbers, uh, Second in the league for goals against. Not surprising when Kemper's sitting at 942 for Arizona. 20th in the league in offense. 12th in power play. 15th on PK. Uh, middle of the pack. Shots for and against. 19th on faceoff. The Oilers have dropped to 26th in the league in faceoffs. The Orders are 29th in the league in shots for. Their special teams remain excellent. Second on the league in the power play, though they're in a bit of a cold spot. And speaking of that, here's Dave Tippett. He says the power play needs to shoot the puck more.
2: No, we, have, we, we haven't established enough shots since... We're trying uh, too many times we want to make a really, really nice goal instead of just a goal. And when you get high, high high-skilled players out there, that's what happens. But, you know, I I agree with you on the shot volume isn't what it uh, needs to be. So that's something that we'll continue to address.
0: All right, that is Dave Tippett, Oilers head coach. And, again, that uh, wraps up our Oilers Now audio vault segment. The 10-4-1 Edmonton Oilers against the 8-4-1 Arizona Coyotes. It's going to be a tough game tonight for Edmonton. When we come back, NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Brendan Escott will have the update for you. You're listening to Oilers Now. We're live at Rogers Place on a game night. The Edmonton Oilers in Arizona in town here in
1: Ice District. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio 630 Ched.
0: Welcome back, everybody. It's 1226 and and to 2. NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. Building tailored, branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time every time. Elite Promotional Marketing. Here's Brendan Escott.
3: Thanks, Bob. Three other games on tonight's NHL schedule. Boston hosts Pittsburgh. Ottawa battles the Rangers and New York. And Nashville visits the Red Wings in Motor City. Mike Smith named the NHL's third star of the week last week. He went 2-0 with 74 saves on 76 shots. That's good for a 9 save percentage and a .98 goals against average. Elias Peterson and Caps forward uh, ja- Jacob Vrana were uh, first and second stars, respectively. Flames forward Milan Lucic suspended two games for sucker punching or roughing Cole Sherwood in the game against Columbus on Friday. He served uh, the first game of that last night and the loss to Washington, and the league said that Lucic's history of... Of, quote, recent and similar punches raised that play to a suspension level. Uh, the Habs recalled 2017 first rounder Ryan Paling to replace the injured Jesperi Kokoniemi. He has a hat trick in his only NHL game that came at the end of last year. The Bakersfield Condors won both games of a road back-to-back against the Ontario Reign. 3-2 in overtime on Friday. 4-1 on Saturday night. It was Brad Malone picking up the game winner in Game 1. They're now off until uh, they host San Diego on Friday. The Oil Kings notched a pair Bear of one-goal wins this weekend, beating Saskatoon 4-3 with two goals from Josh Williams on Friday. David Cope scored with 55 seconds left in regulation to beat Calgary 3-2 on the road yesterday. Prince Albert comes to Rogers' place tomorrow night, and the U of A Golden Bears resume conference play this weekend against the Calgary Dinos. It's a home-and-home, home, Bob.
0: Edmonton Oil Kings on fire right now at 10 and 2 Alberta Golden Bears currently 7-1. and they got the home-and-home home with Calgary this weekend. Oil Kings back in action, as you mentioned, uh, coming up tomorrow here. Here at Rogers Place. Oilers 10-4-1. Three games this weekend. Tickets available for all three games. Tonight against Arizona. Wednesday against the reigning Stanley Cup champs. St. Louis. Friday against Taylor Hall and the New Jersey Devils. Visit EdmontonOilers.com for more information. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When we come back from Inside Sports, uh, Reed Wilkins will talk. Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, Mike Smith, Taylor Hall. All that coming up. A little bit of Milan Lucic as well when we return on Oilers Now.
1: Oilers Now
3: with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad.